0: Osiris. Hi, this is Lucas Nelson with Promise of the Real, and the podcast you're listening to is part of the Osiris network. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with podcasts and live experiences about artists and topics you love. Sign up for the newsletter at osirispod.com to stay in the loop.
1: Well, Jeff, this is, I feel like this is the dawn of a new era. Of the I think so state. too. I agree. <laughs> um, so we are, by all accounts, we're we're live, video live on, uh, there's a website called facebook.com.
2: Mm.
1: I don't know if you're familiar with that. And then also youtube.com. I think that's another website. Sure. Have you, have you, been, to it? Have you been to either of those before?
3: I have. I watched Teen Wolf 2, I think, on YouTube not that long ago. <laughs>
1: um, so we hope that this will be an interactive experience. And uh, to begin it all, firstly, I want to apologize for my awful, awful voice. That is, I don't know what happened. It happened like 24 hours ago, right after I decided to go to do a live uh, video stream. My voice just shut shut down. <laughs> but I went and got a COVID test just to make sure I'm good. I'm clean. I mean, I'm vaccinated, but still never, never be too careful. But, um, I will, I'm going to barrel through tonight with the help of a a good friend of mine, Billy McKenna. So, um, (laughs) or Henry McKenna rather. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes, but, um, Jeff's going to carry the heavy loads, I think for sure. sure. Yeah. So, um, We guys feel free to comment. We'll try to, uh, we'll try to work those in. Let's see. I got, let's see if I can do this. There's uh, a CJ Corbett CJ. Thanks for, for saying, Hey, and yes, faces to the voices. Thanks for appreciating our work. We appreciate it. And we're sorry that we haven't been around more. It's been, um, I mean, I wish, like, I hear people talk about the pandemic and how, um, I wish that we could have been there for you guys, but we just couldn't because <laughs> we were too busy taking care of our own shit, basically is what it was. So um anyway, we you know, we're here. We made it through it, I think, mostly intact. Uh, I know it's been hard for a lot of folks in different uh in different ways, right? Everybody had their own struggles over the last year. So we appreciate you guys coming through it on the other end. And Jeff, we are uh we're like twenty-four hours away from From close to it of widespread panic hitting the stage
3: it's pretty crazy to think that it's been this long it's been what uh, 15 17 months since what january of 2020 since panic played at uh, panic and la playa and they're gonna kick it off at red rocks and with which it's been really exciting to see them add more weekends uh, throughout throughout the summer and into the fall, and some a great mix of venues, a great mix of locations. But kicking it all off at Red Rocks, kicking it all off with Tunes for Tots, um, and just for a lot, you know. There's a lot of stuff going on, obviously, in this world. But there's a lot of stuff going on in Panic World. And I mean, just I mean, obviously, you don't want to start off on a down note. But just you know, one of the things I was thinking about, um, you know, just the other day is. Um, Panic has not only been through this like like we have, but they just lost one of their best friends, um, in in Danny from Bloodkin. And so, you know, you, you always think about well, what's the band gonna do? What are they gonna open with? How are they gonna respond to this world event or, you know, sporting event or whatever? All the all the weird, quirky things that they've done over the years, but they've also been really poignant and really topical mm. about things too, in their own way. I mean, they're never panic is
1: never they're never on the nose right i mean it's never like and 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 it's just like you think well there's gonna this is this is obviously what they're gonna open with and it's like they can open with like imitation leather shoes right (laughs) and it's like we don't know you know what i mean we can guess and and whatever it'll be i think by the end of the weekend there will be a a a message right and but it may not be obvious uh when they first come out on stage but we'll see maybe not
3: and so so I, yeah exactly I, but i think fun will be had and i think that's what the band will have first and foremost in their mind is there's a, a lot of pent-up whatever you want to call it Excite it's a it's a hot vax summer is that what aren't, that's what the kids are calling it <laughs> um so uh, i count really on the, you to
1: keep me in, in tune with that yeah, stuff because i'm
3: definitely like... um so i have a feeling there's it's going to be a lot of uh Hooting and hollering and throwing water in the air and just generally a release of pretty monumental proportions
1: this weekend. Yeah, I gotta think that the 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 decibel level uh, on Friday night when the yeah. band hits oh. the stage is going to be uh, unmatched, right? Yeah. I mean, just so much release, right? And um,
3: and there always is so much energy before these bigger shows, but just think about. Think about when the band was touring, when the band was touring regularly and we were we were seeing shows regularly and that random Wednesday night show in Iowa, like you could, we couldn't hear a pin drop, but you could hear other people's conversations, you know, before the show started or at set break. And there's this, you know, band would come out and ah! you wouldn't even hear it on the tapes. It's those night, late 90s shows that it's almost dead silence before the band starts playing. It's like that, that, that hasn't happened in years, but it right. really ain't going to happen this weekend. So,
1: yeah. Um, so I want to get into, I mean, you know, I, I, we like to talk about sports. And uh, so this will be our sports show. We'll, we'll make predictions. We'll, we'll have hot takes. Hot takes. Right. And um, so I, I know there are folks out there. I mean, literally a handful of folks watching right now. Singles maybe, maybe, maybe tens. Um, so if you have a prediction that you want to make, we would love to hear it and we'll share it with the other folks. Um, like I said, I don't, I, I keep coming back to if we're going to, and so, and then the other thing is the the tunes for tots, right? Like how do you, can you, cause we like to look at these things like from a very high level and look at the, we're breaking down the set lists, right? Like, mm-hmm. like they're, like they're plays. Um, how do we separate those two things? Is the tunes for tots like part of the, the whole run or is it its own thing? And then the run really starts on Friday night. Um, I do want to say just, you know, so the folks know, um, I, we, I recorded an interview with Ted Rockwell last night, which we're going to play tonight. Um, he was busy tonight, so he couldn't be on with us live, but um, we got into a lot of this stuff. And um, he told me, I guess it's like 4,000 people tomorrow night so it's not like a little place it's a pretty decent sized venue so there's going to be you know a lot of energy there um they've been practicing in the space for a while so it kind of feels like it's going to be part of the run you know what i mean and um so so it does kind of feel like that's going to be the start is tomorrow night so is that what we're asking like what are they going to start with tomorrow night or are they going to start with friday night what what are the what are the choices
3: well i had uh I wrote down my predictions for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, oh,
1: wow, I, man, you're so prepared.
3: Because I, I didn't, but I did because I didn't. I thought Thursday, uh, I viewed it as sort of separate. But now hearing you talk about yeah. it, it's
1: like, no. <laughs> well, no and, it's and that's how I look, That's it. how I was looking at it before. I was thinking like, you know, this will be kind of a straightforward, nothing crazy, you know, just kind of get back in the groove a little bit. And But then, you know, the the everything comes off on Friday. But I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, it'll be a pretty good crowd in there on Friday, on Thursday. So. Will,
3: will new music, will new songs be played this weekend?
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
3: And I, 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 and I don't know. I mean, I I have heard a little bit of tell that there's some, some potentially some new material out there. Obviously, I am not in the know by any stretch. But you don't
1: have to have a little birdie. I hear a birdie. A birdie? You have a little birdie
3: <laughs> um, you talk to? But uh, could I... You know this would seem like a good time to you know do that subtle that subtle drop in the seventh song in the first set on the mm-hmm. kind of the yeah. thing.
1: spring 96 move
3: spring, spring 96 move um so yeah i i and i do think that we'll hear some new songs i mean the band is due has to be has we've seen schools is schools is a great follow on instagram and has been working pretty diligently with the, uh, his farmer Dave band and some other, other musicians, but it's, I'm assuming that the band has kept up uh, with each other and has been working on some things and wouldn't be surprised that they float a couple of things out there this weekend.
1: Yeah. I think uh, I hadn't thought about that, but I, I agree with you. I think hundred percent I would be, I wouldn't say shocked, but I would be really surprised if we didn't get one or more new songs. The, la-
3: the last new song, the is- last new song is "Sundown Betty," right?
1: Right. That was a couple years ago. <laughs> it Mexico. just seems like forever ago, but. <laughs> so yeah, so I want to hear your predictions. I'm gonna the one that I keep, I, just, uh, I keep coming back to to "Can't Get High" is like, and that seems to be like, not only is it a great tribute to Danny, and it kind of fitting lyrically but it also is like kind of a curveball like it wouldn't necessarily be like you know a tra- it's clearly not a traditional opener but it seems like it would be a good way to, to get things going i don't know i mean but maybe it's that's maybe that just kills the energy in the room i don't know i don't
3: know i don't think yeah. it's an energy killer but yeah. Um, so your pick is, so that is the opener for, that is your pick for the opener for the entire weekend.
1: I'm going to just, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to just throw things out and then whenever they hit, I'm going to take credit for them. Excellent. That's perfect.
3: We, uh, are there, I, 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 this is just an honest question. Are there betting, can you, are there betting sites for, for tours?
1: No, but there, that seems to be a, a, an opportunity missed to say I mean they had is
3: that uh, there, is there a well site for panic for, for there's uh, a there's the
1: fan, fantasy tour I think yeah. is was that thing I don't know if that even is even still a thing or not but um, that certainly was not for like money yeah but um there seems to be I feel like there would be an opportunity there
3: um so I'm gonna go I think can't get high is a good opportunity it was a potential to be a good opener for Thursday night in, in, in yeah
1: in the smaller space, the smaller right? Space. I think the opener
3: Friday night is going to be disco. It's just too. To me, it's just too. I've vacillated between disco, and honestly, I've vacillated between disco and takeout, just because of the. I could see them framing the weekend with takeout porch. Mm. Um, I could see them. I could see them doing takeout at the as the opener, and then end of the show porch the second night, or okay. porch end of the show, whatever you know, whichever. Both of them, I think, would work. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, so, but I w- I ended up with disco just for high energy, and it wouldn't surprise me to see something like a disco, you know, disco fishwater, disco please, disco chili, or something like that, just right off yeah. the bat. Yeah, I think that's the good. Energy up. So that's my Friday night
1: prediction. Okay, I like that. That's strong. I mean, I think that's that's good. Those are, um, <clears throat> I think, port song. I like it at the end in the in the. You know, sandwich with takeout, but I also feel like poor song could be a good opener too, mm-hmm. to kind of get things going. Yeah. Um, I, I think mean, whatever
3: they play, I mean, it, it's going to be. Have great. Our, we have our own personal dislikes <laughs> right. of songs, yeah. but whatever they play is going to be awesome. I mm-hmm. should we should preface that by saying whatever they play is going to be awesome. You know, I mean, I I don't think I would I would I would pop if they played Dying Man, but that would just be like Bizarro World if after.
1: We, yeah,
3: we haven't been yeah. on we've been on the shelf for eighteen months. Everybody, yeah. we're gonna be dying, man.
1: I can't imagine that. That I mean, that would be <laughs> probably my least likely if I had to pick. That would be the last on the list.
3: Nobody's loss would be a, would be yeah. probably a little bit higher. Close
1: second. There, but,
3: um, um, so I'll uh, we'll do Snake Draft. So you did can't get high disco. I'll do Saturday night. Which again, I'm being on the nose, but it would be that if we if there were a bet, it would probably be you know like a minus one fifty or something. Okay. Uh, it'd be Henry Parsons on Saturday night.
1: Okay, why Henry Parsons? Just because Danny and, it, it, it's, and a, it's, a good, it's a good.
3: It was six o'clock on Saturday that Henry Parsons died. Have you? Did you forget the lyrics to these I songs?
1: I totally did. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> or were you just testing me to see if I actually? No, no, me. I totally was not testing you at all. <laughs> I guess I just I kind of feel like any song that has has die in oh, the title is uh, not the best right. one to to play. Uh, coming back from the pandemic, but, but maybe they just not. they
3: just say it once in the song, right. like the first line, and then they get it out of the way.
1: Okay, fair enough. Okay, so what's your next? What's your next prediction then? Um, I'm gonna say, uh, well, I mean, I feel like this one's pretty obvious, but uh, what about um, Surprise Valley? I mean, because the mountain air would breathe, like you're, we're finally masks off, we're oh. next to each other.
3: Look at that. That's good. I like that. Yeah. That could be. A, that would be a good opener on Friday
1: night too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say. Honestly, sure. so that's that. And then <laughs> um, that. So then, is it back to me for the third one? I'm going to yeah. say, and this might be more of a Friday, Thursday, Friday. And again, I feel like this one's like in the same ballpark as Can't Get High, of like maybe not like an energy thing. And so it's probably more likely that they won't do this. This is a little too on the nose. But I bet it'll certainly show up at some point this weekend, and that's hope in a hopeless world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think that would be a good—that's a good uh, message song this weekend. But Uh, probably fits better in an encore than in a in a show starter.
3: um, I've I've really been hoping all along that they would get two of their uh, great, two of their big heroes in the rock and roll world to maybe sit in with them this weekend. I was really hoping now that we're you know. Living in a post-COVID world, that we could get Van Morrison or Eric Clapton to come sit in with the band and maybe (laughs) sing. Sorry, you couldn't Um, help yourself. Holy moly! I, I, I was talking to a friend the other night. We were uh, we after work and took gave him a ride home, and we we started talking about Van Morrison, and it's just I, it's just it's beyond explanation. I just don't know what has always heard him' be, heard of him being difficult. I've always heard of him of being you know difficult to work with and a bit of a curmudgeon and, and so on and so forth but he's like just fell headlong into white nationalism at this point. so well good for, good for you man. Um, <laughs> do you, you? Astroworks um, is still awesome but um, and Clapton is just is just you know old. Um, so again, here's my two on the nose uh, prediction for Sunday night and that's wish you were here.
1: Oh yeah, that's good. I, I bet that again, I think that might be an encore slot kind of song, but that's good for the opener. Um, I like CJ Corbett. There's out there, no flip the bird encores this yes. week. Yes. I agree. I think there's a little chance for, for flip the bird <laughs> encore this week. Um,
2: um,
1: and uh, well, we've got your buddy. Jay is here, Jeff.
2: Mm,
1: and Let's uh, bring Jay I'm, into the show. I don't. I don't see his face. I don't know if we're just uh, if we're just audio in it. Then that's I'll, then that's fine because people don't want to look it, at tell
3: us. Tell them that we want to see
1: him. Um. So uh. So should we? Should I bring him on, or you want to text him first, and we can keep? Oh well, no, there he is. All right, hey. I got him. hey, Jay. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Let's see if I can make this happen. Hey, Jay
3: hey.
4: Oh, we can't hear. I did look now. pretty. No, go.
1: we go. oh, got that's
3: you. Like, none of us do. We never do um it's just exciting that i'm not sitting in the closet and i'm (laughs) I'm outside because i knew that we were going to be on video tonight so jay it's the first time i've seen you in a while and you're just a scant like two and a half miles from me right now
4: i know i've missed you i've missed all of you guys i can't (laughs) wait to see everybody tomorrow night at four o'clock at the sound check i'm going to be the first one in line
1: Jay, how many? I'm going over under 500 high fives tomorrow night. How many high fives
2: for you?
4: Gone, high fives. I think everybody's gonna skip even the complete strangers, like the homeless people walking down coal. <laughs> like, hey, <I> <laughs> good
2: to see you. Oh yes. I've
4: been you since the last run. They're like, right. oh my.
3: <laughs> You're still here. Oh. Um, so you're uh, so you're going tomorrow night and all weekend,
4: correct? I- my sister scored the VIP tickets for tomorrow. So we're literally going from the first note to the last and I couldn't be happier. Though. Nice.
3: Ah, wow. way to go Phyllis. Nice job. Um and so this will be your what, your fourth or fifth Red Rocks.
4: Fourth Red Rock. Would have been fifth if last, year would, have last year would have happened. We did Sunday in 2017 and then looked at each other and went, "Why did we not go to the first two nights?" And so then it's been that way since. Yeah.
3: What, uh, what, of uh, the, the shows that you've gone to and you've gone to a bunch of shows your, uh, your first show was here in Memphis way mm-hmm. back, right? 1980, 1995, 90,
1: Oh, mud Island. Oh yeah. Five, that was uh, George McConnell, right?
3: George, George McConnell show. Yeah. 513. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for your Red Rocks experiences, what is, what, what have been some of your personal highlights, um,
4: so having been all the way back in Mikey and, 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 and seeing growing up listening to Panic from high school on and then having a son of my own, when they broke out Waker in 2018, it was very emotional. And I looked around and everybody had hit the same exact chord. And you <laughs> don't see that often. Like, yeah, everybody in the entire crowd is like looking at each other like, they did it. Like, oh my God. So it was, it was pretty intense. I would, I would have to say that's the number one moment right there.
1: Um, yeah, Jeff, oh, when you were, I'm sorry. So I would share, I've only been to Red Rocks once. It was in 2000. And we had a similar moment when uh, it, it rained. It rained during Hatfield and then it stopped. And then the sun came out and there was a rainbow over the entire stage. And I mean, my wife, bless her. She, was my, she wasn't my wife then, but she is now. Uh, was, like literally broke down in tears. I mean, it was like a spiritual event, right? And everybody in that place was like, going nuts but it's amazing how much of those kind of things happen in that place and so I was gonna ask you Jeff if you had I mean I know you're such a curmudgeon you would never get like emotional about a show mm-hmm. but did you have an experience at Red Rocks that was
3: I was, that was special? Too, too busy writing copious notes in my notebook okay. and uh, and and judging people um it's you know, <laughs>
4: that's, <laughs> that's about right,
3: right. <laughs> um no, I mean I went in ninety nine, and I, we've talked. I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but the the first Surprise Valley, just because it, the first bears gone fishing, and then the first Surprise Valley, just because that the the, the tape had, the 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 demos had leaked and had gotten out there, and everybody kind of knew knew they were coming, but to hear it for the first time, and the first, you know, we were just Jay, we were just we're talking about you know Panic's going to debut some new material um this weekend and that that traditional like let's just sneak a new song in as like the seventh song and the first set um you know surprise valley opening the second set on the sunday of red rocks and you know just being a really really great version of that but um the to- the 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 show when whatever gear broke down broke down and they stopped postcard in the middle of the song hmm. and like they stopped the song and like todd runs off the stage and kind of wondering what's going on. And then the band sort of picks back up and then Todd runs back on and then they finish postcard. So that was kind of a interesting, just, again, it's just one of those one of a kind moments, but I didn't have any rainbows. You know, I didn't have any children in 1999.
4: All that stuff's overrated. It's the music. The rainbows are nice. (laughs) It's pretty, but, but what brings us all there is the music. Everything else is kind of uh, icing on the cake.
1: Jay, have you, have you had any, have you, had live music since since the pandemic will this be your first or have you done like old people uh tedeschi trucks band shows like jeff
4: (laughs) had the tedeschi trucks although i have to i have to give jeff credit the first show back i had was at stacks during the yeah stream and uh it was it was i think everybody there from the and and honestly i was just there trying to be quiet um, and not like start cheering and jumping up and down, but like everybody there was was kind of enjoying it. Kind of, I think everybody felt the same thing because it was. I think it was the first time I had seen Jeff mm-hmm. in over a year. Yeah, and you know it 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 was it was awesome. And then I think I saw Southern Avenue again with Jeff.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> we did.
4: <laughs> we could say. I think I could say I'm on Southern Avenue tour. I've got like six. Seven, <laughs> like, I, I know the manager. Like it's all yeah. good. Um, should Maybe I
1: should do a, a Southern Avenue uh, podcast.
4: That's an idea. That's an idea. <laughs> that's that idea. Pretty, pretty
3: short podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the show that we saw at the museum was really great because it was, well, the, that was January, February. And I think the cool thing about it was, yes, there was music, but it was the first time I'd actually sat in the museum with, you know, friends and obviously, we you know, both Jay and I know, know the band a little bit. But, like, we sat down and we ate barbecue with other people, <laughs> which, you know, is basically akin to breathing. In, in in
4: Memphis, Memphis. <laughs> tunes that stacked, like, I have to keep reminding myself, like, the room we were in is like music history at its finest. And we were like just sitting in there hanging out, listening to tunes. Yep. Yeah, It was pretty cool. Um.
3: Yeah, so what you know, we did some predictions, Jay. I didn't know if you hear heard our predictions in terms of openers, but in terms of, do you have any predictions or like, is there two or three things? I mean, I know you'll be happy with whatever you hear, but are there two or three things that you really hope that you hear or or, or, uh, this weekend?
4: Well, I'm glad you asked. I got a couple projections. I'm not going to predict what what day the opening openers would be, but. I will say I feel a going out west is an opener.
2: Oh, I feel
4: cool. a strong might be an opener. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I agree with the Surprise Valley, and I and I don't know the fourth. The fourth is throwing me for a loop because I'm kind of, I'm really looking forward to the Mission Ballroom, but I don't want to hear certain songs at Mission Ballroom that I <laughs> really want to hear at Red Rocks.
2: Yeah, so I want to
4: hear it all, but you know. Um, some songs I think are meant for more of an open area. Um,
1: I feel I like you... this
4: might be the, the run for fire on the mountain that everybody jokes about. I, don't, <laughs> <you know.
3: laughs> I think of that. I think of that happened. You know, you might see Harvey and me on tour, or,
4: you know,
1: oh, because... <laughs> I, I That's think all I just... got. You predicted uh, you predicted disco on the first night of Red Red Rocks, but I kind of feel like disco at the mission, like the first like that would be just getting everybody, you know, because you're inside disco feels like more of an indoor song than than an outdoor song. I don't know.
3: You're not going to play disco before a festival, a a festival audience.
1: I mean, I, you know, I can, well, what's a festival audience? Red it's Rocks, a, a
3: festival? It's a, spin, it's a Spinal Tap reference, Harvey. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, Jeff.
3: Um, you know, Jay, one of the things that you and Harvey have in common are your mutual love of Coach John Calipari.
1: Hall of no, Fame coach.
3: Hall of Fame coach, John Calipari. Hall, 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 Hall you know, you obviously, you, you know Coach Cal a little bit, Jay, and especially he's a good friend of your dad, and and uh, Harvey is just, you know, I feel like Jay is taking us outside. Sorry, you guys
4: are breaking up. I had to step outside. Oh,
3: I thought you were taking us to show us your uh, your tribute to Coach Cal. <laughs> well, we lost Jay. Um,
1: Do you think the police are coming
3: for him, or is that your house? Oh, that's my house. Okay. That's my house.
1: Yeah, all right. Jay, hey guys, I'm Jay, gonna hang up yeah. and call back. Okay, okay, that's all right. Well, there you go. Oh, that's definitely your house. Is yeah. it, it's not coming to your house, is it? No, right?
3: that's um, I, I live in Memphis, Harvey. <laughs> we get these things, that's that, that's the fire trucks, so
1: yeah, um, okay. But I thought it's, uh, like, it's like the train going by in my house, it's just the no. siren.
3: We uh, but no, I feel like uh. You know, Jay will come back, but I think Jay Jay laid down some pretty good uh, predictions, and uh, yeah, Jay's Jay's seen Panic for a long time. He said his first show was in '95, so um, here in Memphis at Mud Island, which is a great show. And
1: uh, are you gonna do uh, what about? Are you got Memphis? Are you you gonna do? It's like a mile.
3: It's a mile from my house.
1: Well, don't I can tell people there. you're gonna have you're gonna have like uh, stalkers coming. I know. Tell it, people it, where you yes, live. Yes,
3: if there's any wooks out there that want to rent our house out for the weekend,
1: <laughs>
2: where DM. are you gonna stay?
3: D, I don't know. We'll find somewhere to stay. It's just, okay. uh, but uh, but yeah, Memphis is literally up the street. Uh, so you guys are gonna go? Oh yeah, man! Jen's gonna see her first widespread panic concert. In, first, let, let me tell you, she is excited. Oh no! I, so. I feel see. I feel like this is why you need to come down. If, if it wasn't the, uh, uh, you know, it was it was like the timing of these festival announcements. They just dumped them all on top of each other, right? Um, you know, they announced Railbird one day, and generally like that looks great. We can go see Harvey and Rachel and the kids. And then the next day they announced Mempho It's like, well, I guess we're staying, we're staying here.
1: <laughs> Are there still tickets available for Mempo, or is it
3: as I know? Yeah. Okay. Um, Uh, they Jay, you know, again, not having
1: Jay's back, so I want to bring him on here. Yeah, let's see, fingers crossed. All right, difficulties.
3: That's okay. We're talking about Memphis Festival now. Um,
4: well, I can't wait for that one.
3: Yeah, that's uh, can you hear me? You know, we were just saying how that. that's yeah, that's uh, in in our that's in our that's in our town. And we've got uh, two nights of panic, four sets at the Memphis Botanic Gardens, um, which is just where Jay and I saw Southern Avenue. Which uh, Jay's got the good seats up front. Uh, I'll be in the back with the proletariat. Um, but uh, but yeah, it'll be good. It'll, we'll see. We'll see what kind of crowd that is. It's basic. It's a really cool. Well curated festival. I think all the pieces fit together really well. Black Pumas and the Fannie Rayliff, Avid Brothers, the local bands that are on the bill are really great. City Champs, um, which is um, one of the city's best guitar players. Uh, Joe Restivo, uh, Al Gamble, is from Memphis, would play his organ with uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, and George Slepick on drums, who's played with everybody, but you might know him from Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Um, they just put out their first LP in a long time but it's awesome it's awesome instrumental uh trio jazz Uh, so i really recommend that record um but yeah they did a really nice job and i think they kind of switched the festival's focus they moved it moved venues it moved from out at shelby farms to to the botanic gardens and definitely takes on more of a you know, jam band Americana vibe than the last few years did. They really pushed you know hip hop and, and and alternative, which they did well with. I mean, they had a huge crowd for Post Malone and stuff. But you know, old people like me, right? I like three
4: months I, after Post Malone already played Memphis in May, they still packed it with Post Malone.
3: Yeah, it was crazy, but there just wasn't enough instrumental wanking for me to sit down and admire from afar, and and so <laughs> I just it just I just didn't go.
2: Yeah,
3: you know, I need to. I need to be able to bring my camp chair and sit in the back.
1: Yeah, hence Tedesky Trucks Band. Hey, um,
2: it was a I'm good sorry. show.
1: No, I don't mean to give that. I don't mean. I, I just thought I, I. said I don't think I said this before we came on. I thought it was very fitting that my first show back was Billy Strings and Jeff's first show back was Tedesky Trucks Band with all the old people sitting in camp chairs. But um, we Jay. We super so much appreciate you taking the time and wish you all all of the fun this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So, so jealous that you get to do that. And uh, cool. we definitely want to hear get a get a uh, rundown when you get back.
4: Absolutely. And thank you very much for having having me on for all the people out there that have been listening to you guys through all this. You have helped a lot of people get through all this mess over the last year and a half. Trying to remember shows, we're able to go back and listen. It's been very helpful. So thanks for thanks, Jay. Keeping it up. And Jeff, I didn't want to tell you that in person because I'm afraid you'd run away.
3: <laughs> for those it's that a don't know,
4: a... Jeff, he shies away from attention. Yeah.
3: Yes, it can do a ver- it's a verbal hug, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know, going the other direction. But thanks, Jay, and uh, say hey to uh, Jen and Max, and have fun with Phyllis this weekend and. Travel safe. Yeah. Have a great time.
4: You guys be good. Looking forward to hearing the rest of the show. Bye-bye. Thanks, man.
1: Thanks, Jay.
3: That was a great hit. He knows how to do the hit. Yeah,
1: man. You've been uh, hiding hiding, uh, Jay from me all this uh, time.
3: Hiding a gem?
1: Yeah. I got, uh, I, got, I got Bob, but not Jay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can run out some other folks. Um, Bob, right, Bob, Bob finished his book. So we'll, I, yeah, that's awesome. We'll, uh, um, him on when, that's time. when he, when he's
1: not busy telling us soak up the good times when your kids do terrible things that make you want to kill them, <laughs> soak it up. They'll be <laughs> old before you know it. Thanks Bob. That's not, I get it. Um, CJ Corbett says glory opener. Oh, old school. Okay. That's, I like that. I could be on board with that.
3: I mean, glory is a, uh, Glory's a song I would not have put on my list of uh, up for the uh, for for the four shows. Um, but if they're gonna play it, they gotta play it in the right place. They got it's gotta be a set opener um, that midset glories are are. But as I've listened to summer ninety six, trying to keep up with the you know, shows on twenty uh, fifth anniversary stuff. Um, yeah, if glory's in the wrong spot, it's just not. It just, it's, <laughs> it's, a mood, it's a mood.
1: It's a mood killer. killer. Yeah. But I will say so, the, the show that sticks out to me where that was um, 1230 96 was Little Kin Traveling Like Glory Heroes to open. So it was yeah. almost like four yeah. openers four in openers. one. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know,
1: yeah. which is cool. It's like everything's about tonight and like it's all going down tonight, you know? Yeah. So uh, nice. that's always good.
3: Um, um, have you been keeping up With your 25th anniversary widespread panic Summer 96 shows Harvey um, I
1: haven't I haven't really Been I, and I need to get back Into it I've been I've been, You know exploring other Other musical avenues Over the last few months And that's probably part of why we haven't done a show You know mm-hmm. but um, Eastern philosophies and whatnot Yeah I mean Not really that so much but You know other stuff
3: so what have you been listening to, Harvey?
1: Um, <laughs> you're going to laugh at me, Jeff. <laughs> uh, I've, listened to some, I've listened to some Goose.
3: Oh, Jesus. You yeah. are. <laughs>
1: have you, I will say, have you listened, have you heard, you probably never even heard a, a note that they played, but you will judge all of their music based on some impression that you have of them, <laughs> right? I mean, yes. I'm 43
3: okay. years old. That's what I'm supposed to
1: do. <laughs> um i would recommend if you would do me this favor jeff sure anything late late one late one night when Mm -hmm. you've had a couple toddies Mm -hmm. and um throw on it's called the ted tapes okay by the band goose Mm -hmm. it's all instrumental Mm -hmm. i think you would dig it and i think it might give you are you writing this down i am i'm writing I'm
3: i'm writing it down
1: um, i think you i think it'll it'll be an an entrance point i i like them i, I think they're very they're very good I got it see it great tapes go. by goose, great. By goose. Um, oh, so that's but yeah no thing. i mean that's not the only thing i've been listening to that's one thing that i've listened to i've been going back um <clears throat> yeah i don't know i just think been exploring stuff just getting back into the archives sure well,
3: since I apparently am the only one that's holding true to the catalog of the band that we pretend to like, about. yeah, um, I will, <laughs> I will give, the, I will give the people a few highlights from Summer '96. I will not go show by show, but I will point out a few things that you know hadn't paid much attention. Just again, hadn't grabbed me in a long time. Mitchell Sharp loves Goose. Gotcha. Um, the first show of the summer tour, 52396, I believe I texted you uh when I listened to this show. End of the first set is can't get high, holdin' travel light. And we had talked about uh when Todd passed away, uh we did the show and we talked about um Johnny is it a Johnny Sandlin that called Todd the transition magician? Hmm. Um that is transition magician trans- transition magic one oh one between holding and into traveling light it's really really cool and the band is kind of riding riding right on the edge
1: right that's um, when the best stuff happens right it's like don't put a penny on the track
3: todd brings him back but there's just like this there's this moment um you know we've done this with shows i mean one of my favorite shows which some people hate is 32697, that infamous santa cruz show where sonny's all on cold medicine uh,
1: nyquil he's nyquil Nyquil
3: (laughs) though And uh, you know, there's the, you know that that really amazing airplane into diner, and, and that Mikey's like off at a different playing it playing a different concert than the rest of the band. <laughs> right there. um, there's the that moment during the hold and traveling light where like it's the it just it comes down, and then all of a sudden it's like I I haven't heard I couldn't remember a time at least at that point in the band's history where I'd heard Mikey take such an aggressive like mm. stance like i'm taking this shit back from you guys because you're not going anywhere with this and he just like comes in out of nowhere and just plays these super aggressive notes mm. and like gets the band back and then todd kind of wraps everybody back up together and they go into traveling light so it's just yeah. really cool i'm actually i'm getting a little chill thinking about it because it's nice. just it's badass um and then the two shows at Chastain Park, I'd always had 526 uh, the second night. The first night they get shut down, there's no encore. Um, the first night is really strong um, and just really well played. Uh, Henry Parsons opener and then a glory disco walk into the first set, that's really good. Um, second night, you know, an early opener. Um, Fishwater drums Fishwater in the first set and then Blackman shows up for the second set. But the show that I, you know, We've played stuff from this show before, and I will always come back to it. So, when, when June 13th hit, it was like, ah, backyard, backyard mm-hmm. anniversary. And that show before in Santa Fe is super cool with the Papa's sea Brown opener. But the,
1: the, yeah, 611.
3: 611. But this show, 613.96, this is one of those shows that I hope the band. Grabs a hold and hoping that they have a multi track and they put it out at some point. I do. Ju- it's just, it's, it's the best show of the tour and it's really just one of the best shows at the, the band
1: best is. show of the tour. It's summer start, 96.
3: I think so. Yeah.
1: Wow. Those are strong words, Jeff. Strong words.
3: Well, I know you, I know you're a fan. You have your partial to 618 Cincinnati Zoo. I which love is the right zoo. There.
1: I love St. Paul, Oregon, 6596.
3: I mean, 65 like, is 65 is 1B. And then 625 and 625
1: and 626,
3: but there's just 628. There is some, there is some, some stuff that goes okay. down on this with the sandbox hold and jam in the first set. And then that uh, porch Roberta leg button the second set, it's just, it's, it's the band at its best, you okay. know? And so it's, I it, you know, we, I, we won't go into the whole, we won't do show breakdowns and and play clips, you know this one, but it's check it out. It's really good.
1: Okay, good. Um, Mindy says uh, they've got some fires going on in Colorado, so uh, so hoping for some Hatfield. We need a little, a little yeah. up some rain for you guys. Seriously. So. Um, and CJ asked if they did burn faceless during that chestnut Park. 23 you know i mean they're still playing it at that point i mean they played it yes, until they are um what spring 97 right it yeah at the end of a burn or summer maybe 97
3: they did uh yeah they played it at um milwaukee eleven one ninety-six. they did yeah. not do a burned faceless at chastain park no
1: okay it is there uh as has been mentioned before the 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 help slip frank <laughs> is the, uh, the burned faceless happy wondering of panic <laughs> No, I don't, mean uh, that. don't send emails <laughs> i'm just kidding tm tm right.
3: harvey couch on that one
1: um okay so should we should we play the the ted rockwell bit yes let's okay so uh, i talked to ted last night i'd like to hear i think my voice is in better shape today than it was yesterday so bear with me uh but luckily for us ted likes to talk and, and carried most of the conversation, which is what you want to hear more than me, anyway. So, um, I'm going to see if I can uh, if I can get this going. Mm-hmm. It is. I got to add it back. Okay. Stand by, Jeff. Let's see if I can figure this out. It's nothing like live TV. Joined by very good friend of the podcast, Mister Ted Rockwell. Ted. How's it going, man? You know, it's going great. You know, we're
5: uh, end of June, 2021. Who knew we'd survive this long? This is amazing. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And when I, you reached out to me a couple of days ago to say, "Hey, we're going to do a special kind of live broadcast." I was, I was right on board. Um, I, I think that you know, this is it's going to be a really fun weekend. I'm, I'm excited about what's to come. Um, but it's also a really great time for us to kind of reconnect and remind one another why why does we do this thing and why we we all like coming together and seeing this this music.
1: Yeah, no, it's been. I mean, so I'll ask this. I we went and saw in October. We saw Warren Haynes and Danny Lewis at a farm in Connecticut, socially distanced. Um, have you seen any live music since? since March of 2020. And what has that been like?
5: Yeah, I have. It's very similar to that. There's a venue here in Boulder called uh, the Caribou Room. It's up in Nederland, Colorado. It's still in Boulder County. It's just up above Boulder. um, A very famous uh, recording studio called Caribou Ranch was right outside of Nederland. It's where Honky Chateau was, was, um, uh, produced uh, Elton John, um, Chicago produced tons of gold records there. John Lennon came into town and did a bunch of stuff here. I mean, every band back in the day was coming through Boulder and going up to Caribou Ranch. Well, now Car- the Caribou Room is essentially um, uh, continuing that tradition. It's one of the best sounding rooms in Boulder County. But then when COVID happened, what ended up happening is they had to pivot, despite the fact they've invested this family has invested so much money in this amazing room with this amazing sound system, they had to pay the bills. And so they started putting on parking lot shows. They'd set up a stage at the front of their um, building and you would, you would be able to buy a parking spot. They had small car parking and large car parking and you park your car and you get out your folding chairs and you can, um, uh, do a QR code thing and order food and drinks, and they would take it out to your spot for you. You didn't even have to go anywhere if you didn't want to. And so I saw a bunch of local bands that way, which was a really great way of connecting with, um, and as you can imagine, I am I like um, supporting local artists, and many of them have become personal friends of mine. And even if they haven't, I, I really like being able to show up and knowing that I'm supporting a local artist by buying their T-shirt or buying their CD or ordering a drink from the venue who's supporting them. So we did, I wanna say one, two, probably four shows that way last summer. Um, And then I got to see another one just this last weekend, an artist named Daniel Rodriguez played up there. But my wife and I had been on a trip to Hawaii a couple of weeks ago. It was a long delayed trip, not gonna go into the details of why it was delayed. It wasn't just COVID. COVID was a part of it, it wasn't the only reason um and while we were there one of the places we stayed was a house of a friend of ours and he was we were basically house sitting for him mm-hmm. two doors down from us was Lucas Nelson and he he just bought a house there in J. Okay. yep and so not only did we get to see Lucas Nelson passing by us in a truck but his entire band was to us at the time he was getting ready not only to release an album i think we've been hearing rumblings of that He was going out on a kind of a secret tour to promote the album. And the last day we were in Hawaii, I ended up getting on the internet and buying a ticket to see Lucas Nelson at the venue that's down the street from my house, the Fox Theater in Boulder. Oh, nice. It's the very first full capacity show to happen in Boulder. I think it might have been the first full capacity show to happen in Denver or Boulder, but I could be wrong about that. What a crazy! thing to, to like wow. literally be able to throw a rock and hit this guy's house in another, you know, times like five time zones away or
0: whatever it is. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, 48 hours later, here I am like rocking out to him here at the Fox. Um, nice. It was, I'm going to say, and I think a lot of people could predict what I would maybe be about to say. It was great to see live music in a parking lot. Don't get me wrong and dancing in a parking lot. It's a lot of fun and I was having a great time with it but seeing a band in a room with a bunch of other people who are all there dancing and having a great time, it was nearly religious. Mm -hmm. I cried. I laughed. I'm not too proud to say that I was a blubber for a while. Um, It really was great to get back to dance with other people. And I think that that's something that, um, you know, is, is one of the things I mourn about the last year is that all of the missed opportunities for that, Um, Many people rely. I rely on that. I'm not too proud to say that I rely on live music for a certain amount of um, mental care, self-care. And I know that others do, too. And so I'm really excited that we'll be able to start getting back to some of that here soon.
1: So do you think was were you happy that you got to get one down before? I mean, if the first one was either tune for top tunes or was the band, you know, with, with those, was the boys, uh, would you been able to make it through the whole night or are you glad you got, you know, got one under your belt before you got before the big show? You know,
5: I, I, yeah, I'm really glad that I got one down before the big show. The mm-hmm. one thing that we were able to do, cause it's our home turf. I waited in line with a good friend, Colin, uh, Goldstein and, and then a bunch of other friends joined us. And we we know the Fox well enough that we went. It was like, which side are we going to go to? Where are we going to? And we were able to get a spot in the Fox where we were able to kind of secure an area. It made me feel much more comfortable. I'm, I'm in a position where I'm still really not used to being around other people. And I don't feel great about being really close to people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were able to carve out a spot where I felt like I had enough breathing room. I think that was important for me to kind of get over that agoraphobia or whatever it's called, the fear of crowds. Um, We'll see with the Mission Ballroom. I actually am a little nervous still, um, but, and I'm glad that I was able to get that under my belt, but I am also still a little bit like, I have gotta be honest, just a little nervous. Um, I, I really, I'm a hugger and I hug (laughs) a lot of people and I hug a lot of people at panic shows. Let me tell you, and Mm -hmm. they, they kind of want me to hug them too. And um, people mean well, but at the same time, I'm sort of like, I feel like making a t-shirt that says, I'm vaccinated, but I'm still not going to hug you. You're know all <laughs> um But I don't know, I probably will break down and figure that out somehow. You know, it, it This whole thing's been so weird, but at the same time, I think one of the lessons I've taken is that intentionality is a real thing. That um, in order to be able to do our work, rather than just taking for granted that we could be in an office together and be able to holler down the hall, we have to be very intentional about, hey, I need to talk to you about something. I think the same may be true with some of the social stuff that's going to happen to us here in the near future, where we're going to be able to say, hey, are you vaccinated? Do you mind if I give you a hug? We'll see. I don't know. Again, yeah. probably unrealistic thing. People are going to come bounding across the room and say, hey, catch me when I leap at you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it'll be interesting because i think everybody's been through it right it's not like it was just us that dealt with it is yeah. that every living person has dealt with this for the last 15 months and and has had to change how they live their life to some extent right so yeah Um it'll be interesting to see so i know you're excited right and so let's let's talk a little bit like what what are you most looking forward to is it you know and it, and tell me too like have you been to a to a tunes for tots show because like i feel like while that is awesome that they're starting with that but there's something about the first big show do you know what i mean so it's like how do they fit how do you think it all fits together as part of the big puzzle of the whole weekend
5: well i i have no doubt that the the first show back the tunes for tone toys toy tunes for tots show is going to be really special and it may be special among that version of show that they've done. Um, It is the first full capacity show back. um, And at the same time, it's not necessarily that small. It's 4,000 people. That's still a pretty big crowd. Plus it's the Mission Ballroom, which is a really special room. This thing just had opened really, and then pandemic hit. It's a, a, a building built specifically for live music. And I've not been, I'm really excited to go, but everything I've heard, rave reviews, sound, experience of the audience, being able to get around, do the things you need to do. So I'm really psyched about that. Plus it's also the rehearsal studio for the band currently, like they're in town already and they've been rehearsing there. So by the time they hit the stage on Thursday, they will have played in the room for, I think it's three full days of messing around and trying things out. So. All of that to me kind of spells this is not your average benefit show. Um, this is truly the beginning of something. Um, yes, it's going to be huge, Red Rocks. I mean, the, the first show, Red Rocks. It also happens to be a Friday. You know, for the Friday at Red Rocks, I don't know how many people have been to Friday at Red Rocks, but let me tell you from great experience, I've been to all of the Fridays they've ever played as a headliner at Red Rocks. It is a scrum because all these people come in from out of town, all these people coming out of work, they, none of them really know their situation. Um, There's a lot of like hustle and bustle and anxiety that Mm -hmm. goes into that day. It's like high,
1: like energy, like,
5: right, exactly. People reconnecting on their way to do things. And so there, there is a certain amount of frenetic energy. That's going to make Friday, I think really, really, really special. When they hit the stage on Friday, I am anticipating. That they will be treated to pretty much the loudest greeting that they've gotten at Red Rocks, maybe ever, because this is this you know, again. It's the first full capacity show that Red Rocks has had. It's the first full capacity show that I think you know at that size has happened in this region. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it's actually a little bigger this year. I don't, I don't know if most people realize this. There's a new roof on the stage, and they've added like a hundred seats, approximately, to the capacity. So there's going to be even more voices able to make this you know, a really special greeting for them when they hit the stage.
1: Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> all right. So everybody's excited. Obviously I, 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 totally dig the Friday energy. Is the Sunday going to be a day show? Like often it's, is it, it's going to be a night show. They like stopped the doing that. Yeah. They're, it's okay. going to
5: be a night show. Yeah.
1: All right. What do you, do you, do you feel like going on, on the record with, with predictions, on openers or
5: anything. I mean, mean, I'm going to see if I could find something I wrote to someone the other day. I I might not find it quickly enough. My my first and best guess, I mean, the one that I really think is going to end up being the, 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 the. Surprise Valley makes the most sense as an opener, Um, maybe at Red Rocks, but especially as an opener to post-pandemic life um kiss the mountain air we breathe i mean come on like Mm -hmm. this is exactly what we're all you know embracing and celebrating right now being able to to do things in a place with other people with our masks off with the air between us just being the air between us um the other kind of crazy guesses let's see if i could find this super crazy thing that i wrote super fast here i've got a group of guys where we're all like okay we should take we should do a I think part of part of it is we should we should do a, po- uh, a pool, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't want to do a pool with me, you know. Like, part, part of the problem, of course, is going to be that I, you know, I I will get to guess like three songs, and I'll be wrong on all of them, and you just make fun of me for the rest of the, of the <laughs> imagination here. Um, uh, well, it was something along. I'm not finding it quickly enough. So, um, oh wait wait wait, here it is. Here it is. So basically they were asking, well, you know, what is, what is going to be the, um, you know, the opener? And I said, you know, basically you can guess if you want to, it might be imitation leather shoes for all we know, right? They might start with something that's totally unexpected. I, I dream of a vacation. I wish for a pilgrims, but I secretly think it will be a porch song but you put your money on chili water. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. I mean, imagine Dave coming out on that stage and, you know, the, the everyone's just anticipating. There's a lot of cheering and he's just boom, but
1: da da da.
5: Everyone's going to go fucking bananas.
1: Right. Yeah. So. And I, I feel like they, while they do like acknowledge those kinds of moments, a lot of times I feel like they like to, just do their own thing. You know what I mean? Like, don't read too much into it. We're just going to rock, or we're just going to do whatever it is. Like, there's not always a message, you know, in in deep to whatever the choice is.
5: I couldn't agree more, and that's kind of why I was like, it could be imitation leather shoes, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. glad totally. wow, that they're back. That everything's happening. It reminds me a little bit. Not that I'm saying that they're doing this, but it reminds me a little bit of like a quote that I heard from Jerry Garcia about, you know, a lot of times the crowd expects us to go in a direction. But really, the, the magic is when we just we don't we don't right. go in the direction you're expecting us to go in, which yeah. is, any good poetry does that. Right. Any good like book, story, music, it does something slightly different than what you would expect. And so and I'm going to go back to something. I think I gave a quote to an honest tune way back in the day. And they were saying, well, what are your expectations? What do you want the band to do? And I said something along the lines of, you know, they could come out and do puppet show and freeform jazz, right? And I I would be there. I would be there in the fifth row and I would be listening to every note. Um, I'm happy with whatever they should decide to do.
1: Yeah, no, and I mean, and that's like, that's them. And that was Mike. And that was, you know, it was always about not the thing that you were expecting to happen or the, you know, the note unplayed, right? And uh, so I look forward to seeing what they have to say when they come out
5: the yeah. first time. I think that it's it's going to be um, you know really interesting. It's it is it's nice that um, in one case, if you think about it, having widespread panic come back and be the first full capacity show at Red Rocks makes so much sense for so many reasons. I make the argument all the time that widespread panic actually put Red Rocks on the map. Now I know that sounds like hyperbole from someone who's biased. But if you think about the timing and you look at what was going on, Blues Traveler was doing their 4th of July thing, but no one was selling the place out two, three days in a row. By the time they hit 1999, when they played their first three-show run, mm-hmm. they were selling it out and not selling it out with, um, with any doubt. It was happening that first day. Those guys made the end of June an anchor the weekend before blues traveler was an anchor for 4th of July. And as a result of that combination, the promoters were able to start booking things around all of that, knowing that they had capacity in right in the middle of summer, right at the beginning of the middle of summer. So I don't know, there's a certain amount of, I, I like the, the, you know, the victor the victorious, um, band coming back to their home turf. Um, I feel like Red Rocks is that place for them in a lot of respects. I don't know that they get a lot of respect for it outside of the fan community. You you mentioned to people, your wives were panic at Red Rocks and people will be like, "Eh," you know, my next door neighbors and stuff, they kind of know what's going on, but other neighbors in town, they don't really see that connection. And it's, Mm. it's too bad. I feel like it's one of the unsung, um, musical miracles of our age that we have a band that not only tours the way that they do but is selling out a venue like this so many nights in a row where where are we Is it special?
1: well i was gonna ask you because it was like it was 50 what you're like not this past time that was probably what 19 it was um so or 18 18 was probably 50. yeah t- 2016
5: was the 50.
1: oh wow 2016. Um, so we're probably, this is like 60 then.
5: It's, I think it's, so 2016, so t- uh, that was Saturday night was the 50th. Um, so 51 at the end of 2016, 2017, three shows. So that would make it 54, 57, 20, in 2018.
1: 2019. And then 20 to 60. So this is 61, 62,
5: and three. Yeah, wow. 63. So yeah, and, and it's the 25th anniversary. Not only is it the 25th anniversary of their first headlining performance in 1996, right? It's also the and a lot of people may blast right past this. The 30th anniversary of their first appearance at Red Rocks in 1991.
1: So, lots and that of- was that was with Blues Traveler, right? Yeah, that was a part of um, yeah the Fourth of July. When was that a Fourth of July? Blues Traveler thing. Okay, all right. What's your what's your favorite? Well, I can't even say, I mean, I don't even know how you say this, but like, I mean, do you, do you have a favorite, I could say show moment or run, but like, so you pick whatever you, however you want to answer that question, your, your favorite memory or favorite, you know, moment or song or geez, you know, night, you know, 97 when, when, you know, the devils came out or whatever, you know, what, what's your, what's your moment?
5: I'm going to mention a few. So I, it, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the very first one, uh, May 31st, 1996. That show almost didn't sell out. It sold out on walk-up. My wife and I came out here. Lisa and I came out here from Chicago. This is pre-cell phone days and proceeded to have a really magical night. I'd been to Colorado before. I'd never been to Red Rocks before. Mm. Um, had an amazing night. Had a great time here in Colorado. It's an amazing show. If you go That was back- the uh, the
1: uh, rock and roll bluegrass disco affair. Exactly,
5: that thing is the. It's just from soup to nuts, right from the opening notes all the way through the whole thing. You can't go wrong. Put that on at your next party if you got Panic fans there, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like, "Wow, this is this is a great show." It's just mm-hmm. it has everything for everyone. Um, I think the next my next favorite show is um, it's more of the the run that happened in 1999 because. That was the first set of shows that we brought our son Jack to. And um, we weren't planning, we were planning on bringing him to the Sunday show, right? It's a three-show run in 99. Um, Friday night. How old is he? How old is he in 99? In 99, he is three months old. Oh, March, March of 1999. And we had a babysitter lined up for Friday. And our babysitter flaked on us at literally the last minute, like 4.30 on Friday. She's like, I can't do this. And Lisa and I look at each other. We both have this, let's still try, but this is about him. If he can't do it, we're going to go home. He yeah. made it the whole night. Not only did he make it the whole night, but I walked around the venue. This is back in the day when I had the, the kind of access, and the access was such that I was able to walk in front of the band while they were playing and sh- like try to show them. I was such a nerd, try to show them this kid is that past did you say past tensd or that was uh, <laughs> i think switch. i said i am such a nerd yeah <laughs> um, but it was it was the, the beginning of a big tradition we brought him again on sunday and then we proceeded to take him to the shows with us and we we kept doing that very intentionally um, and that became something a lot of people recognize Jack. And they they remember me holding Jack on my shoulders and us bringing Jack on Sunday to the point where now people bring their kids on Sunday. That's a thing that happens. I'm not saying that I, we invented that, but we were part of a some something there where Sunday became this family day. Um, and I'm really proud of that. And 99 was the beginning of that. Um, another really f- favorite moment was the, in 2000 when they did um the was it stop walk
1: go, walk in stop go yes or stop go walk well 2000, 2000 was the year that i went that was the only oh. time i've been and it was first first set driving stop go driving with a <laughs> rainbow over the stage i don't know if that was the moment you're looking for or not but that yeah. was the moment
5: yeah it, that was really pretty special and really amazing Um, And then over the years, I got to say that just in my family, when we say, (laughs) I'm going to choke up here. Wow. Uh, When I say Red Rocks, I mean widespread panic Red Rocks. And everyone else in the family means the same thing. If we're saying I'm going to see, um, you know, uh, uh, Alt-J, I have to say at Red Rocks. But if Mm -hmm. I just say I'm going to Red Rocks it invariably means I'm going to see Widespread Panic at Red Rocks. And the the other meaning behind that, the stuff that comes with that, are all of the people, right? Yes, the band. Yes, the music. Yes, the venue. But it's all the people. It's all the stuff that comes with all these relationships, all these people that we end up seeing every year and we share this experience with. That has become really meaningful for us. And it has led to all sorts of really amazing interactions that we've had over the years. Um, People that I can rely on, that I only see once a year, I can call them up and I know that I can rely on them for things. That's really special and (laughs) something that I missed last year for sure um, and really anxious to get back to.
1: Yeah. How? I mean was your hope all along? And I apologize to everybody having to watch me work through this voice thing that happened yesterday afternoon. Um, Were you, how hopeful were you that that Red Rocks would be the first shows back? Right. I mean, we started seeing things kind of, you know, trickling in and it like, things are kind of lining up, but nobody's quite ready to pull the trigger. Right. I'm sure you had some information, but it was like, you know, can we do it? Can we actually make it happen? And then it just kind of all fell together at at the perfect time. And I I mean, I I assume that you're excited about that, but like, how perfect is that? Right.
5: Yeah. I'm real. I am really excited. Um, We're right on the eve of this, this whole run. I am out of red rock shape. So I am a little like, Oh my right. God, really? Because um, you have to actually be, you know, going to be 52 this year. I'm not a young guy and going up and down the stairs and up the ramp and up and down the stairs and up the ramp and parking the car and in the dark trying to find your way back to the car. That's, it has a toll and I work. I'm going to work Friday. I work Thursday, Friday and Monday. Um, and so I'm a little nervous about that. I'm not going to be honest. I'm a little anxious about all of that. Um, by the same token, it's really cool. I mean, it's really, really cool. I'm really very, very happy for the guys in the band to be able to get back to work. I'm really happy for the organization and all the people who are a part of that organization to be able to get back to work. I, I, I can't tell you how much that means to me. This is, you know, being a part of the culture around the band for me has been also about the people who help prop that up. It's the sociology of... All of these people, this community that comes together to get it done. Sure, they're getting paid, um, but they're not getting paid enough to survive a year and a half without any income. And I feel like that is really what I'm the most excited about is the fact that they're able to get back to business. I'm super psyched to see all these freaks from all over the country again, for sure. I maybe you know could have made it a little while longer without that, but um, by the same token, I'm excited that it's happening right now. That is for sure.
1: Well, I'm going to leave it there Ted. Um, thank you so much for your time and best of luck. Uh, cause I feel, I feel a slight bit of, of trepidation in you, but I know that, you know, that it's going to be awesome, but I, but I feel cause I'm with you. Like I have all those same things. And so I feel you and we're going to be rooting for you. We know it's going to be fine, but I, um, I'm, we're, we're, we'll be, we'll be right behind you. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I, I, it's definitely,
5: I feel really excited um, there are there are other people in my life, and there there are this the impacts of the thing that we've been through go beyond any one individual. I have no doubt that I, I can handle all of this, um, but there are other people that I need to worry about and uh, that I interact with on a regular basis, and that's that's really where a lot of my caution comes from is making sure I'm taking care of those around me and making sure that they're healthy and safe and and happy. So i um, super excited to talk to you again. Once we've made it through these four shows, um, yes. love the opportunity to talk to you about what that ended up looking like and sounding like and what maybe they were trying to say or not say, or avoiding trying to say. Who? Knows? Yeah,
1: no. And I think you, like we talked about a little bit, you know, before about how they sometimes don't always do what you expect them to do. But I do think you often get the message at the end. You know what I mean? It's not about we're going to open with hope in a hopeless world or whatever, you know, you might think would be the one. But it's like at the end of the weekend, you know that there's going to be something right. There was some message that a through line. And I think that will be the time they can kind of come back and say, okay, well, that was freaking insane. You
5: should put some money on Genesis. I mean, that thing is, you know, a classic that they played since the beginning. And. You know, it's time has come for us to pause and think of living mm-hmm. as it was that alone like will make that song. And that seems like a great Sunday song. Could be a great way to open Sunday. Who knows?
0: Yeah,
1: I could see a lot of the songs as you hear them. And, and this is the same thing that, that I felt in the spring of two. It was like every every word mattered more yeah. than it did ever before. Right. And this may not be quite at that level, but you, we'll see more, you know, we'll. You'll see things in songs you'd never seen before because of where we are, you know, personally and as a culture.
5: It's sort of the magic of music, right? Um, I'm going to get the quote wrong, but you know, music is one of those things that when you're in good times, it helps you kind of just make it through each day, and then when you're in bad times, it actually explains to you what it is you're going through. And mm-hmm. I think we're at this moment where we're between, right? Mm-hmm. We're still open. We're very open to. Um, where we have been and the suffering. We're still in the suffering for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but we do feel a palpable sense that we're turning a corner. So there's this optimism and this hopefulness. Uh, summer healing is coming um, that I feel like um will probably precipitate a lot of people to realize meaning where they didn't hear it before. Uh, where they, maybe they they actually understand the lyric where they once just said the words uh, yeah. didn't get the connection between them or something. Uh, I have no doubt that that will happen for me. Um, Even after all of these years, I will still be surprised by something, a way, an intonation that maybe JB will put out there. And I'll go, oh, my God, I never understood that lyric before. And how beautiful. Right. And it totally makes sense now.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, we can't wait to touch base with you afterwards. Have a great time. Be safe and uh, let it, you know, hug somebody for me.
5: I will hug somebody for you. I will hug someone and tell them that um, I'm hugging them for Harvey and um, take, take it easy. Have fun at the live broadcast tomorrow. And yes. Yes. um, Looking forward to talking to you later.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Ted. Thank you. All right, Jeff. Did you
3: just put your hat on? So it looked like you traveled in time. I, I was going for. That I was trying
1: to <laughs> was gonna change my shirt, but it's in the laundry already. Uh, that was great. Ted is awesome. Every time I spend time with him, I just want to spend more time with him.
3: He's a deep, he's a deep widespread panic thinker.
1: Yes. Uh, and, and there are damn few of us left, Jeff.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Genesis would be a great, uh, yeah. be a great song for the weekend. And I love the, uh, the phrase red rock shape
1: uh, i, that I was- mean i couldn't imagine having to do that like on a regular basis like is that being my venue i mean obviously it's amazing but also it is like it's a it's a it's, it's a workout yeah
3: yeah i mean i think i mean that's just one of those things that you think about um when i went to my old people tedeschi truck show the other night um you know w- the one thing that I worried about going into that show was driving in and being like, "Oh, this parking situation's a mess," you know, and channeling channeling my inner dad who, you know, is an expert at ignoring the directions of racetrack parking attendants since you know the early seventies. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. It's just kids out there with, with, a, with a stick and a penny. They don't know what they're doing. So our friend, Bob, friend of the pod, Bob was there and we were pulling in and it was like, Bob, ask that guy if we can like park there. And he's like, Hey man, can we park over there? Our friends are in that blue truck. And the kid was like, uh, I guess so. And like, we had a perfect spot, like right by the tree, right in the front, could drive right out, weren't stuck in the back. And it's, so it's, like, that's the kind of stuff at a place like Red Rocks with, like, 10,000 people. Like, I'd pull in and be like, oh, God, oh, God, where do we park? How do I walk to the show? What time do we need to get there? Like, yeah. are they, are they going to start on time? Like, all that stuff. That would that would be, like, a shock to the system to have that be the first show back with that many people. And, and, then, well, and then
1: there's the whole, like, you know, it's totally GA. And you're, like, Wait. running upstairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, like, it. you know. I guess they don't do the tarps anymore, but it's like, you know, you got to hold down your space for all your people. And yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's intense. But, That's what uh, he was talking about. The Friday is like the, you know, kind of kinetic feeling. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but
3: yeah, I mean, again, it's like after years of doing this for, you know, like we did when we were going to shows a lot and Ted and others, it's like, it just becomes road after a while. It's just like, you know, when you get to the venue, you know what you're going to do when you get to the venue Like all the venues are the same for the most part, you know, sheds, sheds in the summertime or, Mm -hmm. you know, smaller arenas or theaters or whatever it is. And yeah, like getting all, getting the feel for all that stuff. And obviously Panic's tour schedule has changed so much that you only really need to know about one venue when you're going to see a run as opposed to like three or four. So um but yeah that's gonna ted ted's interview was great it definitely i think he did such an awesome job communicating the emotion behind all that stuff and uh i mean is he the first one to get choked up on on the pod i believe so i
1: think he might be i felt a little bit like barbara walters there it's like, <laughs> like, okay. I've been, uh, but honestly i think ted is uh you know the the pandemic has has been a has been a road for for him and his family so um okay. I think they're happy that they're on the other side of it. But, you know, that, with that comes a lot of emotion, right? And, uh, yeah, certainly. And it's hard, too, because, like, we're not, I mean, like, who are you talking to? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who are you venting to? And, like, that kind of stuff. Like, sometimes it it's, you know, you just got to have that outlet. It's like, my wife has only heard me complain so much. It's like, it, it just it falls on deaf ears eventually. Mm.
3: Therapy is a really good personally oh,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: um but yeah. i uh but yeah i do think that it's there's this um there's just going to be this grand sense of catharsis this grand sense of relief it doesn't matter what they play i can honor uh, i mean for some people it's never mattered what they play obviously yeah. everybody you know that's not the way i am um <laughs> but i mean it's it's but, literally but this like, weekend it does
1: i mean it, it could be doesn't yeah.
3: at all all. and and that's and that's what i think it's just all bets are off and i think the band is totally going to respond to that like they're just going to be they're going to be totally loose they're going to be like this is what we live for this is why we do this these people are why we do this and let's just go out there and melt some faces and let's just have fun and play shit and yeah like we'll bring it down we'll like you know we'll, we'll 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 communicate our mood about Things and stuff that's happening in our world and in the world at times, at large. At that's times. Why
1: I, I kind of feel like that's why he called the chili opener. I feel like yeah. that is yeah, that's that, perfect, you know. I mean, just everything's loud, and you just boom. yeah, that would
3: be um, yeah, there's a lot of ways it can go. I like my disco call still, but yeah. I think chili's, I mean, again, chili would be pretty fun, so
1: yeah, can't go wrong. I Are mean, yeah. we really there's, I mean, unless you play Dying Man, that's the really <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> That's the only way it could go wrong,
3: and I'm sure a member, I'm sure a member of the band or the touring party is listening to this right now, and we're like, we're just gonna play Dying Manda. Just screw with those guys.
0: Right, right. Yeah.
3: Sure you are. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening, those of you that do listen to um, internet radio, you can listen to internet on the radio. You don't just need to listen to it on your in your car anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a new thing I learned during the pandemic, mm-hmm. Harvey. Um, WYXR dot org uh wyxr is a new uh community-based radio station here in memphis tennessee based out of crosstown concourse good friend jared boyd and robbie grant uh run that but um we'll say that uh former sit-in with widespread panic mr colin butler on the turntables of the late great big ass truck does have a weekly show um which i can't remember which day and time but Somebody's shooting off fireworks.
1: I was gonna say, what, are you sure those are fireworks Jeff?
3: No, those are fireworks. I've right. I've been here long enough, Harvey. I can tell the you know the difference. Um,
1: the, the you know the pacing. You know the like yeah. the, the right, okay. Um,
3: but yes, it is what let's say the twenty third, the fourth of July. Is not until the fourth. It it yeah, gradually right. builds up,
1: right.
2: so
3: that by the second, everybody's going to be on their game. Um, the only difference is that, is that this year the bridge over to, one of the bridges over to Arkansas is closed, so. Getting the the good Arkansas fireworks is going to be a little bit harder um, than usual, but I'm sure everybody will have their uh, quarter six of dynamite and such. But anyway, Colin Butler has a radio.
1: I'm I'm I lost you, Jeff. I can't hear you. What did you What did you lost your sound?
3: No. I was so enthusiastic about okay. Colin Butler, I ripped my cord out. Um, but check it out. It's and plus it's just a great radio station anyway. And uh, there's a lot of good DJs on it. So Uh, Mindy Marriott uh, put in, so there are so many struggling and have struggled through this shit show of a year. Hope to touch some hearts and lead those to hope at Red Rocks XOXO. Yes, that's that's terrific sentiment. Um, You know, this music is just, music is music, is a, I mean I'm going to get cheesy for a second but music is healing we all know that we all have music that we go to in times of in times of need times of sadness you know times of you know we're needle guidance in this world um whatever it might be but it's uh, to me it's just jam band music has always been a music that i think just has emotion attached to it and maybe it's because of the songs maybe it's because of the players i mean i'm such a even though i don't play guitar i'm 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 a i'm a person that listens to bands my favorite bands are people that have dominant lead guitarists and it's Dwayne, it's jerry it's derek trucks it's mikey it's whatever it might be trey notwithstanding um but i get it like i get why fish um you know is it means so much to people but it's just like the dead especially just for that rock for you know thousands of people millions of people and just like what those songs meant to people and jerry and the way he played and like panic is that way for so many people too and it's just i think there's just going to be this great sense of relief for people that are there but i think even those you know they're the, the 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 shows will be streaming video you'll be able to stream the uh the audio as well and then like that's just i mean I can't wait. I mean, we're going we're going out of town this weekend, but we'll be in the car. We'll be in the car Saturday night. And we'll be in the car, and I'll be at our destination on Sunday. But I'm planning on listening to the show Friday night, and then Saturday night, I'm going to make Jen and Ellison listen to the show in the car, and uh, and uh, you know, they'll just have to they'll just have to deal with it because it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to figure it out. I'm going to I'm going to a Reds game on Friday night with okay. some friends, so I'll probably listen to it on the way home. And then Saturday, we're going to see Sam Bush
2: uh, oh, no. at, this,
1: at this music um, series that they have going on in Georgetown. Um, that's Saturday night. And then, but then Sunday's, Sunday's a freebie. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy the stream. Do a, hmm. I got, we got a projector for Christmas and put the projector what? outside, get the fire going, what? rock out the neighborhood. What do you Sunday shoot the
3: projector on? Bedsheet?
1: Yeah. Bedsheet. Yeah. High class. Bed nice. Sheet.
3: It, it, whatever works. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're. Uh, I'm assuming they'll be streaming the audio this weekend, right? I know they're doing the, uh, the video streams. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know what the policy is when they do the pay per view. Like maybe they. I don't know. I'm not for sure. I feel like maybe they don't, do don't stream the
3: audio for free. I'm done with this band. <laughs> god damn them.
1: Jeff, do you remember we used to wait weeks to get? Oh my god. Cassette tapes.
3: I think the uh, we've talked about this before, even though it's been four years probably. But I think the quickest turnaround from a show I didn't tape, the quickest turnaround I ever had was for seven twenty six ninety eight from
1: Jackson, Mississippi.
3: Jackson, Mississippi, uh, recorded by uh, recorded by uh, Jamie Cyrek, AKGs, one Jackson place, patched by Todd Duncan of uh, Nicaragua, Missouri. I don't know if he still lives in Nicaragua, Missouri. He did a D. B- <laughs> I think he went to the show on Saturday. Sunday he went home and like did a thing on YouTube. And like first five people to like s- send me an email, will send it to him for free. On oh,
1: YouTube. He- YouTube didn't exist. No, it's like our no, email, Spreadnet. On Spreadnet.
3: And I think I got it like on Tuesday or Wednesday. And I remember wow. thinking like that was the most amazing thing ever was that I got a show that was recorded on Saturday and I got it on like a Wednesday.
1: Wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Tyler Tyler Simpson says audio is a go on YouTube.
3: Oh, excellent! So that is excellent.
1: good, uh, but not sure about tunes for tots. So,
3: um, what else do we got? We got another uh, few minutes to entertain yeah. entertain the the individuals that are on the uh, on the stream right now. Um,
1: where do we want to go with this? Or do I, wanna... I don't know. I'm good. Well, I let's, mean, go I, over,
3: I... Uh, let's go over. Let's go over the rest of uh, tour dates.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that actually, I was going to ask you this. Okay. So we're we're going to get to ten thirty tonight. So everybody, if you got your comments, get them in. Um, I was going to ask you now that we have the, the whole rest of the year ahead of us.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm going to set aside Red Rocks because of the emotional impact, and I'm going to set aside New Year's, and I'm yeah. going to set aside Halloween, maybe New Orleans because <laughs> I mean fingers crossed that that's going to happen. But all the yeah. rest of the dates. Yeah. What will be the run that that stands out at the end of the year of that was gonna be like, oh man, they crushed it in Wilmington or Napa or Milwaukee or Memphis or you know, what's the what's the one that's gonna stick out besides the sort of you know uh flag flagpole ones?
3: So you know the, the obvious answer is probably the beacon, just because it's the okay. beacon so i think the fifth night of uh, the fifth night of the beacon is going to be one of those shows where they play five nights in a row they know they're not going to repeat songs so what do they save and then what do they bust out on that fifth night that's always been like you know the thing like, even when they were just doing three show runs or that rare four show run back in the day it always was okay they no, they're not going to repeat especially as they got into 96 and 97 for sure not going to repeat by that fourth show so what did they say what's going to be on the table so that fifth show is always the thing but as steven says um that milwaukee run is always the fire and i mean it's, i feel
1: like it is like that's yeah. got to be the favorite i don't yeah. think i mean that's the yeah i
3: mean i mean the beacons the obvious one just gets it's new york city and we're conditioned to think that everything great happens in new york which you know that's true but um milwaukee's going to be the fire it's just it's yeah. just that is i think i feel like that is the run other than the big 3 um panic and the playa or the big 4 panic and the playa red rocks halloween new years that has become the run to go to um, yeah. and even though they got a chicago run and even though there's a lot of chicago folks that come up from milwaukee you know there's just something about milwaukee the band's always brought it there so many great shows over the years from you know 72292 7895 11196 those ninety-seven shows. I can keep going. You know, I'm just, we, I'm, just, we... I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, i a date dropper. You know, I'm, I'm not a name dropper. I'm a date dropper.
1: Um, should we, should we stay on after 10 30 and just talk about Aaron Rodgers' uh, future <laughs> football? plans
3: we can talk about aaron Rodgers. we can talk about the secret recording of uh seven badger seniors uh that's been released and airing their grievances to coach greg guard that was uh you know released secretly recorded and released to the media and so lots of wisconsin sports controversies
1: um i also want to say i am disappointed that as soon as you dropped coach Cal's name with jay that the the video draw, started dropping out. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what
3: in Memphis. When you mention his name, it just like it messes the internet up. internet
2: everything. It's
1: crazy.
3: So I should say, if Jay's still on, and maybe we'll, Jay's dad worked for the University of Memphis and Memphis State University Athletic Department forever hmm. and, and booked the travel for. The teams to go out and then book the travel for the teams to come in and then book all the travel for the referees. So he always had a closer relationship, you know, all the way back to Coach Barto, Coach Finch, and then obviously Coach Cal and then Penny now. So Jay's been around the program for a long time and has known all the major players and, and knew Cal pretty well. So, so I
1: love the, the fact that he knew him and he likes him. You know what I mean? That it's not like he knew him, but he was a total dingbat right it's like sure well
3: yeah. I'll say this people really, that really
1: um... know Cal I think all under respect him and have uh, there's very few even John Cheney, you know where they had that moment they still ended up becoming pretty good friends yeah. after
3: that um, Cal I mean I don't again Jay can tell it better but you know Jay's um, Jay's dad is it's had some health issues in the last couple of years or so and you know Cal, Cal called to check in on him you know, and this is somebody he hadn't worked with since you left Memphis back in what, oh, what, 08, right? Yes. 08. Yeah. So, you know, as you, again, I've never said Cal's not a bad person. Right. I've never said or said that Cal's a bad person. Yeah. I just think that he just represents everything that's wrong with college basketball. But college basketball is basically going to die before our eyes over the course of the next few years, anyway. So,
1: so, okay. I just uh, let's, because we're, we're having a good night here, I don't want to get into, <laughs> you know how terrible tom crean is or anything like that cool. so let's say
0: um,
1: stephen, uh, stephen also says that he was at the first riverside show yeah. and tickets were on the ground which is hard to believe and that now it's destination paddock which is it's true it's it's now in the I would put Saint Augustine's probably pretty close to that point now too but um uh the riverside I mean, is why done. is why is the Louvre why is the palace not I mean can can we not get some palace loves palace keeps? on the list um, you know,
3: again, I think the fact that they did Wilmington, which obviously is on the eastern coast of North Carolina, and then they're going to do Asheville after that. I mean, I don't, the Wilmington one's a little interesting to me. Uh, the Asheville one makes sense. Asheville's, you know, obviously great. We've both been there. I'm going there next week. Um, Austin, the week after Asheville, and then two weeks off, and then Napa, and then the big run in New York, middle of September memfo first weekend in uh in october then the big four show run in milwaukee and then maybe halloween i'm guessing i'm guessing that maybe that'll be a new orleans drop and then the three chicago shows and then new year's there's room for new- there's room for louisville and they should bring uh, louisville back in the spring you know it'll well, be the anniversary of 5797 this year so what what, I mean, what to better,
1: what
2: better to rain do
3: rain. a nice three show run and uh and let and let you pick the set list Right,
1: <laughs> I mean, I, if, if I deserve anything, that's what I deserve. I mean, just, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not asking for much, just let me pick out the set list on a
3: three night run at the Powell. The grand sense of entitlement of the 25th anniversary of one of the greatest shows ever that you have been championing since the day I met you. Um, yeah, I think that
2: would be appropriate.
1: Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't think the palace is going to happen this fall because Kentucky's yeah. open now, so there's no nothing to wait on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think New Orleans is still not fully open, and so that's why, at least my I don't know, again, I don't have any inside knowledge, but that would be my opinion on why on why that announcement hasn't happened yet is that they're waiting for the all clear to go full uh, full at the at Lakefront, but we'll see. I, I do have a contact at lakefront i should email him and just you know get a, get a scoop get the, you got you to got, got that set aside waiting for the boys
3: um so i mean we're coming up on it's uh ten twenty nine on the east coast uh, do, we, do we want to do we want to commit live on the air to the individuals watching that we will do a red cat red rocks recap show next week
1: next week jeff
3: if we're Around on on every
1: two month, take on a, every two month. Uh,
3: but if we're going to commit to this live format, which I think is good okay. for us, yeah. Um, then uh, you know maybe we could bring it back, and then we could have Jay come back, maybe Ted come back, and uh, yeah.
1: Uh, Ted said back. he wanted to do a recap, so I, that's what I would I, I would be up for that.
3: So we're 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 trying to work on a format. Everybody is really what yes. we're trying to do. We understand that uh, the world is a much different place than it was in 2017. Right.
1: Um, Was it 2017? Is that when we started this? We
3: did. It was with our, you know, we started off so modest with our hour and a half shows and we were so nervous talking into the microphones. And then we just ended up doing like three hour shows where we just played like entire sets of Panic. So uh, now we'll just tell you where to go find it. Yes. Um, listen.net, panicstream.com.
1: And we can play some clips. I think that we you yeah, know we have the ability to do that here. And we could yes. play some clips and we talk about like you mentioned that 96 thirteen ninety six,
3: 61396.
1: We could do that bit, maybe. Porch,
3: porch Roberta, legba. Do it. Yeah. Um but yes, it's uh, you know, these are it's it's funny when we started this you know it was the 20th anniversary of 97 which is one of the best years in panic history in our in our in our minds with with the mikey band and we were very uh lukewarm to the new band but i think we've evolved because we've Mm -hmm. seen the band and 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 talked to folks and you know listen to the shows a lot more and also we also we know that y'all just don't want to hear talk us talk about old shit all the time either uh and so, but this is obviously a big year um, for the band, big year for all of us, and certainly a big year, you know, for the history of the band with the 25th anniversary of their best year in my mind, 1996, 30th anniversary of '86, which is the first full year of the band. Um, so there's a lot of history there, and uh, there's a there's our 35th anniversary. I'm sorry, 35th
1: anniversary of the first yeah. Year. I guess they didn't get a chance. I mean, that would have been <clears throat> sorry again, folks. That would have been February. This February, right? It would have been 35 years so yeah. they didn't get to do a special thing for that
3: no and they didn't get to do a, i mean i mean there never seemed to be ones to do those anniversary t- anniversary tours but you know like the black crows were supposed to do the big um anniversary tour last year and they pushed everything into this year and
1: yeah you know i feel like they did they noted it in in six and then they noted it in 11 when they did those shows at the classic center I mean, yeah, that, was yeah, the, yeah. that was the 25th right that was a big thing um so who knows maybe five years from now let's hope yes if they were so so the band was uh they started 20 years after the dead so this this current iteration of what's Red panic would be as if the dead were playing in what 2001
2: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> wow it's
3: crazy to think that they've been around as long as they have and and i mean i think one of the major and again y'all can argue with me you can argue with me harvey all you want but the drop off in the quality of the performances in the grateful dead was so precipitous from you know the last peak which people say is 90 91 until 95. Yeah. there's been no drop-off with this band. I mean, yes, you could argue the George years, blah, 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 but
1: yeah.
3: everybody else... There been, was, you could say there are valleys. There right? valleys. But, then, it's just... but the, the, the stuff that, while it hasn't been my favorite, and I am evolving into liking this newer band more, There to be this far into your history, 35 years into your history, and to still be really melting faces like the way that they will this weekend is remarkable. Yes. I mean, Fish again, I but fish issues. I mean, fish still does the same thing. I mean, those shows that Trey did at the Beacon with Trey Band, you know, with different with different you know variations, were super cool. Yeah. You know, those I mean, dudes can still play, and just the dead just going <laughs> like that. The Almond Brothers, I mean, even the Almond Brothers in some ways you know, sustained well into the nineties and really sort of hit their peak like 95, 96, and then taping in the Jack years. And then when Derek came back and then obviously the Derek and Warren years are a whole other thing, but you know, it's just, it's not the same. This is a band that's still going to be creating new music and still going to be doing these shows and still going to be having as much energy. And I mean, it's just, it's remarkable. I don't know what these guys do. I'm sure JB has been in the gym
1: <laughs> He's been in his uh, in his his you know, his square room with the piece piece stuff, but yeah. Um,
3: um I do I have one more recommendation. Can I make one more recommendation for a show? Please.
2: Uh yes. six eight
3: six eighteen ninety-eight. So this is the European tour of ninety-eight, uh La Laterie, Letterie in Strasbourg, France. And so I listened to the show the other day. I hadn't listened to it in a long time. It's a just a sick first set. Wrangler, Diner, Hopeless World, AFD, Rock, Going Out West, Raise the Roof, Greta, a Coconut, then a Low Spark, Blight, Low Spark to start the second set. But the intro to the show is probably one of the best intros ever because it's just JB saying the words Bobby Rush over and over again.
0: Bobby Rush!
3: Nice.
0: Ladies and gentlemen,
3: Bobby Rush! It's awesome. and so. It sets the tone and it's a monster Wrangler. It's like a 12 and a half minute Wrangler and like a 15 minute diner. And it's just it's sick. So 613.96 so 6, and then 618.98. Those are my two decks this
1: week. Um, before we go, a quick, I, w- I want a prediction. Do you think the band will play, will go to Europe again?
0: Oh,
3: no. <laughs>
1: because I, I want to go now. I know I'm you want to go.
3: Right. Um,
1: no, because it's too much. It's too much hassle. they too old it's for hassle.
3: But it's it's if they they're not.
1: They don't need this. That. This is just
3: I mean, my. This is just my opinion. And this is just thinking about the music business. And I know the music business is drastically different than it was 20 years ago. Yeah, they're not in the business of breaking a record anymore. And right. so you know they went they went to Europe in 98, 99 and, and wanted to go again in 2001, you know, to promote records and break records and try to break into that market. And they haven't been back since it just, I mean, if they, they only go if they want to go like, if they just said, Hey, let's just go over to Europe and take the, take the family. And right. You know, I
1: think <laughs> that would be the thing. It's like, they you know, pay your way basically. Yeah. Like it's going to have a vacation, yeah. but there's
3: obviously there's not a record company. That's going to be footing the bill for them to do it. Right. And they, you know, there's, but, that said, if they want to make a significant stack of American green dollars, there's probably a bunch of Americans that when Europe opens back up will be, yeah, let's go. So yeah. I, I don't think they will. I just doesn't. I mean, I, 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 I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But I just don't. I don't see that. I think what they've got laid out for the rest of the year is really going to be the model for what we yeah. see going forward. And I, ho- and I hope it turns into, I mean, they obviously, there's new venues that are great in, 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 that rotation, but I hope we see more of those classic venues come back to like the palace and, uh, and, um, you know, they do the beacon, they do the riverside, which has become a venue. And obviously the, you know, we're not going to get three night runs through the state of Iowa anymore, but you know, hopefully they, they, they start to hit some of those, uh, Oak mountain hope to see another Oak mountain <laughs> run at some point in time. Um, you know, doing something in Atlanta outside of the Fox would be cool. Um, you said Saint Augustine has become a spot for them as well, so we'll see. But yeah, I, I don't see it. What do you think? You think they'll go over
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't see a, I don't see I uh, I don't see a business business plan for it, yeah. like you mentioned. But I do. I kind of hope. I wish that they would, because it's fun to play in small places. You know what I mean? Like I think it would be fun for the band. But whether it makes sense, if they're, I, I get that it's like. It's a hassle, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, so anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, Jeff, this was fun. Thanks was for fun. next for, week. for coming out. Yeah, we'll do next week. And thanks to Jen for you know keeping everything going on inside. Let it was great
3: during the break. I actually went inside and I read read Ellison two books because he hadn't gone to bed yet. Okay. Uh, so quick tip: I packed the-
1: lunches for camp tomorrow. That's awesome. what I did. Um,
3: Ellison uh, is really into the trucks, tractors, you know, construction equipment phase of boydom. And um, but I we read the same books over and over. So I've started entertaining myself by singing the books to the tune of classic country songs. So we sang uh, tremendous. We sang Amazing Airplanes to the tune of Ramblin' Man by Hank Williams tonight. That was the that was the big hit. You can try it, everybody. Tyler Simpson. You can yes. try it. If you
1: can. Yes. Living the dad life. That's what we do. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. Enjoy. Uh, if you're going to the shows, have a blast for us. Yes. And if you're sitting at home watching it on TV, have a blast doing that, too. So, all right. We'll talk to everybody soon. See ya.